Masichet Pesachim, Daf 105, we begin with a story. Rav Hananya Bar Shelemya Vitamide Derav Odata. So Rav Hananya and other students of Rav were sitting at a meal, and they began the meal on Friday afternoon into Shabbat. And Rav Hamnuna was the attendant serving them. Maybe he was the youngest of the group. So the the ones um, uh, who were sitting and eating asked Rav Hamnuna, the attendant, go and see if Shabbat uh, has has begun. In other words, has it gotten dark outside? Um, and so that way we will stop the meal and we will establish uh, that now is Shabbat. In other words, they wanted to make sure that the second part of the half of the meal would be a Shabbat meal. Uh, so they wanted to uh, know when exactly it was so that they could stop the meal and say Kiddush, and then they would continue, and that would be for Shabbat itself. If you remember, we so we had a machlok between the Biudah, the Biyoseh. Biyoseh uh, said, when Shabbat starts, you can continue and say Kiddush afterwards. The Biudah said, right at sunset, you'd have to stop uh, the meal, take away the food, and then bring back the food. We saw a compromise position that you can just cover it. Okay, it's not clear exactly which of the opinions they're following here, but apparently they are not uh, assuming that you have to follow to be Yehuda and stop immediately and sun- at sunset and then start again. They think that, yeah, it's possible to continue, but they want to make sure that the Shabbat meal, they don't want to finish it without accepting Shabbat because then they will not have had a Shabbat oneg, a meal on Shabbat itself. So they said, go out and make sure it's actually dark and that way we can say Kiddush and have the second half of the meal for Shabbat. Amar lehu, la serichitu shabbeta kab'al nafshah. Rav Hamnuna says, no, you don't need to. You don't need to check because Shabbat will establish itself. In other words, you don't have to do anything in order for Shabbat to start. Shabbat starts right at when, when it gets at sunset or you know when it, when it gets dark. And, uh, and even if you just sit there and continue eating, uh, Shabbat will begin, and whatever you're eating on once Shabbat starts will be a Shabbat meal. And so, therefore, you don't have to worry about that. And after all, these are the students of Rav, and Rav Hamnuna is telling them, because he's also a student of Rav, what Rav said, that just like Shabbat is, is, becomes established for Ma'asad, so too is, it becomes established by itself for Kiddush. What is the law of Ma'asad? Uh, Ma'asad, I mean, you have produce, you have to take Ma'asad before you can eat it in, a, uh, in, a, in, a, in an actual meal. However, even before you take Ma'asad, a person is allowed to snack on it. He can have a, a temporary uh, temporary eating if he's just walking around and the in the in in the barn he can uh, he can snack on it that's true during the week on shabbat however we say once shabbat starts all eating is considered uh, a uh, official meal and so therefore you cannot have any temporary eating any uh, snack on shabbat when does that begin it doesn't begin when you say it begins it begins whenever shabbat starts when uh, right when the when it gets when the sun goes down that's when Shabbat starts, and so you automatically have to stop. So too, for Kiddush, the obligation to say Kiddush starts by itself. It's not whenever you decide. Um, and so therefore, you would have, they, he, he tells them, you would have to stop eating no matter what and say Kiddush, and then the rest of the meal will be for Shabbat no matter what. doesn't matter if you establish it as such. 
Okay, so now we have that story. Based on that story, we derived a secondary law. We thought that just like Shabbat automatically begins and, and, and therefore requires Kiddush, before one continues eating, so too for Havdalah, at the end, once the once it gets dark, uh, and if, even if you're in the middle of a meal, you'd have to stop, say Havdalah, and only then continue eating. So they thought that is the same. However, Rav Amram corrected them, and the name of Rav, and says, no, it's the difference between starting Shabbat, Shabbat starts by itself, and so you're going to have to stop and say Kiddush. But for Havdalah, it's not true. Shabbat will continue um, as long as you don't say Havdalah. And so therefore, if you're eating a meal on Saturday afternoon and it continues, you can continue eating that meal. There's no need to say Havdalah uh, until after you finish. Then you say Havdalah and, uh, for future eating. However, this, uh, this uh, leniency regarding the end of Shabbat only means that you don't have to stop if the meal was already or has, had already begun. However, one should not begin to eat uh, if you weren't already eating on, on Saturday afternoon and then the sun is down, uh, then one should not begin a meal or begin eating anything until Havdalah. And even that only applies to eating because you're eating a meal, so then there's continuity. But if you were only drinking, no, that's not significant enough to establish a continuity. So if you were just uh, drinking something on a Saturday late afternoon for Sudash Rishit, and then uh, Shabbat ends, one should stop drinking um, and uh, say Havdalah. But even that rule has a limitation. Uh, that's only if you're drinking something important like wine and beer, um, then you would stop and say Havdalah. However, regarding water, there is no problem, right? If someone's thirsty and wants to drink some water, even before Havdalah, after Shabbat ends, that's okay. It's okay to drink some water. That's not so. That's not very significant. This last halacha that one is permitted to drink water after Shabbat, even before one hears Havdalah, disagrees with Rav Huna. One time Rav Huna saw someone who was drinking water before Havdalah after Shabbat. Says, Are you not afraid of this disease called Askara? This is a terrible disease, diphtheria, that was uh, um, some, some kind of uh, uh, inflammation of the throat and person was suffered greatly. So aren't you worried about that? After all, Rabbi Akiva said, anyone who tastes, even tastes something uh, before hearing Havdalah after Shabbat, that person will die of this terrible disease, Askara. So therefore, right, so he, you see, Ravuna disagrees. We said above that one can have some some water, before Abdullah, but according to this, he saw someone even drinking water, and he told him that this is a this is a very bad thing to do. The answer is uh, the rabbis of the house of Rav would did not worry about water. They thought water is not considered uh, really eating, drinking. Um, it's just you know someone's thirsty. It's not uh, it's not satiating, and so therefore water is permitted, but not other meals. And that is um, recorded in Shulchan Aruch as halacha lemaaseh. 
Okay, question that Avina asked What if for whatever reason someone did not say Kiddush on Friday night? Maybe uh, fell asleep early and just slept through the night, right? Or wasn't feeling well. Says, well, you know what? Maybe we can derive an answer from the statement of Rabbi Chia. Let's say someone didn't say Havdalah on Mosei Shabbat. Right? Rabbi Shabbat ended late. They were sleeping. They forgot. So you can say it on Sunday, on Monday. You can say it anytime the rest of the week. We say till uh, till half the week, but here it says the whole week. Um, so, so too, uh, there's a parallel. If you if someone forgot to say Kiddush, didn't say Kiddush on Friday night, you can say it on Saturday during the day as well, right? So it makes sense that there would be a parallel, right? right? So that's what he says. However, we're going to ask a couple of questions on this uh, response of Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak. Rav says, hold on, is that true? Uh, he quotes this Tosefta. The night of Shabbat and the night of Yom Tov, uh, you have to say Kiddush with wine, and you also have to mention uh, it in Berkat Amazon. For Shabbat, we say Resev HaChelisenu, for Yom Tov, we say Ya'alev Yabo. Shabbat and Yom Tov, and Bahem Kiddusha Alakos, Veyesh Bahem Hazkara Berkat Amazon. However, the actual daytime of Shabbat and Yom Tov, then you do not say, you do not need to say Kiddush. Kedusha on on a cup of wine, and we have a cup of wine. We just say but there's no there's no paragraph mikadesh Shabbat or anything like that. And uh, but we but you do say the say and the alevi in Birkat Hamazon. Now he's going to show his his question from it. And so he says, look, if, if it was true, as you said, Ram Nachman, that if one forgot to say Kiddush on Friday night, you would say it on, on, on during the day, and you'd say not only but the whole paragraph of Mikadesh Shabbat, then, right, it should have mentioned here that there are cases when on Shabbat and on Yom Tov, you would have if you didn't do it at night, then you would do it during the day. And for the fact that this Tosefta does not mention any possibility of Kiddush during the day, you see that, no, you are not correct, Rav Nachman. If someone forgot to say Kiddush at night, you would not say it during the day. Rav Nachman's answer, it doesn't say here, and if, what if. Right, it's giving the standard case. Standard case, you said it at night. Then you don't say anything. You don't say any kiddush formula in the in, during the day. But in fact, I would say if you did for, forget, then you would. But this Tosefta is not talking about the what if case. All right, that's a reasonable answer. Um, Etb. But now another question Avina asks of Ram Nachman's uh, statement that you you can do a makeup for kiddush during the day. He so questions this again. Kibod yom, kibod laila, kibod yom kodem. The honor of the day is a reference to the meal. Let's say you only have one meal um, to eat on Shabbat. Which one takes precedence, the Friday night or during the day? So he says the honor of the daytime is uh, is more important than the honor of the nighttime. And so eat it during the day. 
However, that's not true for Kiddush. If you only have one cup of wine, then you say Kiddush Hayom. Kiddush Hayom is a reference to the nighttime Kiddush that goes on the entire day um, because that is the, the Kiddush at night is more important than, uh, the, than the honor of the day. And so therefore, uh, it should, uh, you say Kiddush at night with the wine, but meal, uh, daytime is more important. Okay, so that's the source that he brings. Now, ve'im ita. Now, if I follow your halachad of Nachman, you said that you can have if you don't have if you don't say kiddush at night, you can say it during the day. So, according to you, why not leave the cup of wine also for the next day and say kiddush And that way, you kill two birds with one stone because then you're saying kiddush for the night, the makeup, and during the and and for the day. Right, instead of saying it at night and then not having any wine and not being able to say hagefen uh, during the day. So see, if you were right, it would be better to leave it during the day. And yet this source says that you should say, um, you should do the wine at night and then have none for it during the day. It's always good to do a mitzvah at the right time and the proper time, the first uh, chance is to, is to say the Friday night Kiddush on Friday night. Uh, so there, and that's more beloved. So therefore, yes, true. If you didn't do it for whatever reason, then you could say Kiddush at night. But this this is not a disproof. This is saying do it at night. Even if you couldn't, it won't be able to say, have wine during the day. Okay. So now what, that we mentioned this principle, we're going to question now. Is this always true that we that with the uh, uh, mitzvah in its proper time is more beloved? Someone who comes to home on the Saturday night, presumably he was in Bet Knesset, he prayed and he comes home. So now he's going to say Havdalah. What's the order of Havdalah? First on the wine, then on the can, then on the lamp, and then on the spices. And then he says the Havdalah itself, Baruchim Abdil. Ben uh, with uh, with a cup of wine, and if he does not, if he only has one cup of wine, and he's going to need it because he's going to have a meal, and after the meal he's going to say with wine. Then leave it, right? Don't don't, don't say it yet. Uh, then eat your meal, and at the end of the meal, say havdalah and berkatamazon on the same one cup of wine. And so that's the end of the Braita. What do we learn from here? We do not say that a mitzvah at its time, at its, at its time is beloved. Because if that, if it was so, you should say Havdalah first. And then, well, what are you going to do? So you don't have one for Berkat Amazon. And instead we say, delay it. So, so too, in the case before, if you'd only have one cup of wine, then don't say it on Friday. Don't say Kiddush on Friday night. Instead, say it with the one meal that you're going to have on Shabbat uh, during the day. Uh, so that is a challenge to Rav Nachman. Amar le Rav Nachman can answer. Ana la hakima ana is a great line. He says, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a, a scholar. I'm not a seer. 
I'm not saying things on my own. I just learn and put in order everything I learn, right? I'm just receiving traditions from my teachers and I memorize them and I put them in order and I'm just presenting to you what, what I have learned. And the whole Midrash, they teach this, right? So your challenge is not a challenge to me personally. I didn't make this up, uh, right? But this is the established law. But he also explains it. He says there's a difference between bringing in the day of Shabbat and its departure. When you bring it in, so it starts automatically because we want to bring it in as soon as possible. But when Shabbat is over, right, the end of Shabbat, um, then we are sad to see Shabbat go. And therefore, one is allowed to continue uh, Shabbat can, can, will continue its sancti- sanctity as long as you don't uh, end it. Um, that's the distinction we said all the way up, uh, at the beginning of today, that Shabbat begins at sundown no matter what, even if you're not doing anything, but it does not end until one says Havdalah. At the beginning of the day, as much as you can make it earlier, it's even better, right? Make Bring in Shabbat early, that's beautiful. And that's the way we, we uh, show that it's beloved. And so therefore you would want to say the Kiddush at night. Whereas with the the conclusion, with departure of Shabbat, we want to delay it as much as possible. Like you have a guest over, you don't want them to leave, we say stay a few more minutes. And so that's why um, regarding Havdalah, if you only have one cup, then delay it, right? Delay saying Havdalah till after the meal, um, because that will show how we don't want Shabbat to leave. Okay, that's the end of the story. And now the Gemara says we can learn eight different uh, lessons, halachic lessons, from this, uh, from this, from these sources. Shema mina meha matnita tamne. From this baraita that we just mentioned, we can learn eight uh, eight halachot. Shema mina hamabdiya betfila serich shivdi lalakos. Number one, even though you said antachon antanu and havdala in during the tefila of Shemone Esre on Saturday night, nevertheless. You have to say it on Havdalah on a, on, a, on a cup of wine as well. We see that because it says the person came home. Where, where, where was he? Probably he was in Bet Knesset. And he already said Arbit and he said Atahonantanu. Nevertheless, when he comes home, he's going to say Havdalah. Uh, second, we learn that you um, when you say Berkat Amazon, you should say it with a cup of wine. And uh, when you, whenever you're saying uh, a, a blessing over wine for Berkat Amazon, for Abdallah, for Kiddush, for no matter what, you need a minimum amount of it if you eat. How do we learn that? Well, he only has a little bit of wine, right? It says he only has enough for, for one. If you didn't have a minimum, you could just take however much you have. You have one ounce, so split it into two little cups, and you can use one for Avdala, one for Katamazon. We don't say that. We say you have to use uh, one for both, one cup for both. That means because there's a minimum amount uh, for to, to use. And we also learned that one who one who says uh, who recites Hagefen uh, with Havdala or whatever has to also taste uh, from it. Um, that we learn that because if you didn't have to taste from it, then you could say Havdalah, 
um, with the with the cup of wine, not taste from it, and then use it again uh, for berkata mazon, and you won't be detracting anything. Let's say you have exactly a revit, right? If you don't taste from it, you're not detracting anything. So you could have used it twice. So therefore, you see that in fact you can't use it twice. That you have to drink a little shmami not ta'amo pegamo, and also we learn that one who tastes from it will make it disqualified, right? Even if it's a bigger cup of wine, if you if someone uses it and tastes from it, then you cannot use it again for kiddush for havdalah. Um, and so um, we're going to question whether these are two or actually one in, the, in a second. Ushmami na ta'am mavdil and we also learn that someone let's say they did eat right they they forgot uh, they came home after after shabbat they ate something and so now what should they do should they still say havdalah even though they already ate the answer is yes right we see in this story that they were um eating he didn't he didn't only had one uh one cup so he ate a meal and then he had said havdalah after here he was allowed to because he didn't have uh, another cup of wine. Let's say so even if someone does have a cup of wine and by mistake they eat, and never, the, sometimes it happens. Nevertheless, you don't lose out on your chance of saying uh, saying Havdalah. omer al kos ehad, and we also learn that someone can say two uh, two sanctifications on one cup of wine. For example, in this case, one would say Havdalah and Birkat Amazon on the same cup of wine. Or when we do Yaknehaz, we say Kiddush and Havdalah on the same cup of wine. That's permitted. And we also learned that in this case, they followed Bet Shammai according to the interpretation of the Biuda. We see that because they said um, the first and then on the Bessamim, whereas Bet Hillel says it the opposite way. Okay, those are the eight things that we learn. And just one last point that Avashe disputes one of them. Avashe no, you can only learn, learn seven items um, because uh, the fact that it, you said that you need Shi'ur, that, so that's exactly it. If you eat, maybe the reason why you can't use it again is because. Once you drank a little, but a little bit from the Riviyit, now it's a little less, and that's why you can't use it again. We can't learn from here necessarily that if you had more, right? You have had more than the Riviyit. That if you tasted a little, that would become disqualified, right? Because maybe the reason here is because you have exactly a Riviyit. So he might agree that tamo pegamo, but in this case, really, you can only learn one of the two. And so really here, the, you, could, you should put them both as one. What's the reason why that's disqualified and you can't use the same cup again? Because um, you need, uh, uh, because it re- requires a minimum amount. And once you sip a little, now there's less than the minimum amount. And the last halacha will be about this uh, uh, this uh, law of disqualifying something once you drink from it, right? And we say, uh, uh, we can't learn it from here, but uh, we say that even if it's a large amount, um, if you someone drinks from it, then you can't use it again. Well, how large? This is a machlok. Rebbe Yaakov said, even a pitcher, right, which is pretty, uh, much much larger than just a cup, if someone drank directly from a pitcher, let's say a whole bottle, then that, that, that the wine in that bottle cannot be used again for um, for Kiddush, Havdalah, Berkat Mazon, or anything like that. Um, and so even though it's a large amount, nevertheless. So Rav Idi says, no, only if it's a 
right? A cupful, you can't use it again. But if it's a larger amount, like a pitcher, you'd be okay with that. Mor barav ashe kapeda filo achabita pegimta. Mor barav ashe is the most machmir. And he says, even a whole barrel. And someone just took a little sip from the, from the barrel. He just wanted to taste it. Now the entire barrel cannot be used for, um, for, uh, uh, for, for kiddush. Um, the halacha here is that if someone drinks from a small barrel or pitcher, it cannot be used. But if it is in fact a large barrel, then he's uh, he's, not, he's only you know tasting the the barrel that would not buy everything else in the barrel.